0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am fierce. As of this recording, I am 31 days sober, and today we'll be going over what my journey has been like getting to and going through the first step of AA. Now, as we recapped in yesterday's episode about what you can expect from an AA meeting, the first step that we take in order to help overcome our alcoholism is we admitted we were powerless over alcohol that our lives had become unmanageable. Now I have already revealed that when I was drinking at my worst, it was an all day occurrence. That last month was just one long binge where I'd wake up and it was just a matter of hours that I'd be drinking. And until even though this morning hours, it was always just waiting to the point I can get to drink. And so my life became completely and totally revolved around alcohol. Alcohol was the closest thing I had to a god. You know, if I wasn't drinking, I was thinking about when I could be drinking again. It just completely overwhelmed my entire being. You know, and while I was doing it, you know, for a while there in my drinking career, so to speak, I thought that I had it under control. But by this point, I was aware enough that it was a big problem. You know, looking in the mirror, I could see the effects. I felt it. In the morning when I woke up. But even if I feared that I was an alcoholic, I didn't know what to do about it. So once I got sober, after I hit my rock bottom and my husband encouraged me to go to AA meetings, and it did finally start to click, I really thought that, oh, step one, I've got this. It's already done. Clearly my life is unmanageable if I'm going to AA meeting, you know, and if I'm not drinking, obviously if I'm drinking, that means my life is unmanageable. And that was hard for me to admit that I was powerlessness over alcohol in the how it works when they call it cunning, baffling, and powerful. That's just something that spoke to me the very first time I really listened to those words uh, because it has so much power over me that admitting that that was a weakness that I had or a character, you know, issue or a fault, you know, it was hard to admit, but, you know, especially because I appeared to be doing well in my day-to-day life. I had a full-time job that I was doing well at, I had friends and acquaintances who spoke very highly of me and cared about me a whole lot. I have my wonderful husband and my dog, and we have our Lifetime of Happiness podcast together, and you know, other people always mention how we're couple goals for them. So it appeared everything on the surface that my life was under control. However, behind the scenes and with the bottle, it was not under control at all. So I felt really great getting sober that my life would all of a sudden be manageable then. And I thought that all I needed to do was manage my life and was to admit that I was powerless over alcohol and just not drink, and then I'm fine. You know, as long as I wasn't drinking, my life was totally manageable. Nothing could get to me as long as I was part of it. After that first week, I had the pink cloud, which was that shiny, happy feeling about being freshly sober that a lot of us get. You know, that first week was hell, you know, just white knuckling through the days at work. And then going up north for a wedding and being around all the alcohol as I was still coming down from detoxes. But then after that, I had my own natural high on life. And it was because I was sober. And that's called the pink cloud. And I was able to have that for a week or so before that slipped away. And I realized that even sober, my life is unmanageable if I don't have any sort of help or resources. I think it would just became I had bad news at work and it just broke me. It was the first time that I really had anything in my sobriety that challenged me to stay sober. It was the only thing that tempted me to go back to the dark side and to drink. And it just really messed me up. And got to the point where there was it was like a five AM in the morning and I just the idea of getting up and having to go to work had me so sick and nauseous that I was just like up in the middle of the night crying hysterically that I had to go to work and it wasn't really work it just was me kind of realizing that my life is unmanageable even sober uh, without help from AA from other alcoholics from this program from working the steps from working the traditions reading the book reading literature all of that is what makes my life manageable. I know that even if I was sober tomorrow, if I wasn't working the steps and working on myself and working on my sobriety, it's only just a matter of time before I would drink again because even sober, I still am powerless over alcohol. If I don't have that help, if I don't have that backup net, if I don't have someone that I can text or call whenever I'm feeling lonely or angry or tired or depressed, Or like I might be tempted to drink. And I need the support uh, to be able to stay sober. As well as my sponsor. So that was a big breakthrough for me. I'm sure that people work the steps through different ways. But having a sponsor certainly will help you walk you through those steps. And just being comfortable to ask for help. That's been the hardest thing in my sobriety to be able to get through. I know that... It is something that is challenging for everyone. But now that I've reached step one, I'm working on step two, and that is working on finding my higher power and admitting that there is one. And that's taking me a lot of work coming from a Catholic school background that kind of made me sour on the whole religion thing. Trying to differentiate the spiritualness from the the religious aspect has certainly been a challenge. But I wouldn't even be able to start contemplating what that truly meant for me and what a God would look like or what a higher power would look like if I didn't come to that realization that not only is my life unmanageable when I'm drinking, but it also is unmanageable because I'm a drunk, because I'm an alcoholic. And these the, the, the steps in this program is what's going to keep me on track, as will hopefully all of you. So I wanted to thank you all for listening. Please leave a review if you found my story helpful or inspirational. If you need help immediately, please go to aa.org or call SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. If you're interested in sharing your story, getting involved with the show, or just saying hi, please email me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out weekly. And until that time, stay sober, friends.